Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's happening, guys? It is Memphis, and welcome to the Dynasty War Games. Yes, that is right, the Dynasty War Games. So due to a request from our partners at Player Profiler, we're going to be doing the audio and podcast versions of the Dynasty War Zone on Thursday in season. So we will return to our regular Wednesday drop in February? Whenever the regular season's over, and we can go back to live streaming on Sunday nights, which will probably be right after the Super Bowl. So middle of February is when we'll be back on Wednesdays. But in the meantime, you're going to get an entire episode with our boys over from the Dynasty War Games. The streak, the Wednesday streak, it will continue. It's being carried this week by Jesse, by Chad, and by Austin. I hope you enjoy their show. And make sure that you tune in tomorrow and listen to the main show. And a uh, big shout out to our patrons at patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. They got the main show early and ad free on Tuesday night. You can too. Head over to patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone and uh, get the hookup. Not only on the early show with trades, a great group chat. Maybe we'll get you in a Dynasty League. A lot going on. Patreon.com forward slash dynasty war zone enjoy the war games crew chase my problems and time keeps on dragging kick it away from the fact i've been slacking all despite the cost you know i got to try to try to what up dynasty players in the house it's dynasty war games and i'm your host jesse schneeman and we're here we've crossed the starting line and it's some exciting football. Happy holiday. Happy holiday weekend to everybody. The most holy holiday of the year. The first football. All right, guys. So uh, the one thing that I want to say off the bat before I introduce the co-hosts, lovely gentlemen that are here with us today and the game that we're going to play today. Before we get started with that, I just want to say I just want to address my nervousness because when you spend nine months making public predictions and pounding the table for things to happen, you get a little nervous when it starts to happen for real. So bear with us, bear with me with that in mind, Austin Bell, co-host. How are you doing today, sir? Lovely, man. Football Sunday. I've been waiting for this for, like you said, about nine months. Um, Luckily, my predictions have only been public for about a month, so I'm a lot less nervous right now. <laughs> but I'm sure by about week 16, then I'll, I'll realize how uh, 
messed up my predictions were. But, yeah, I'm ready to rock, man. I'm excited. Just got through my sleeper lineups. I'm ready to go. Right on. Right on. And, of course, my main man, Chad Mendoza, is with us as well. How are you doing today, Chad? I'm good, man. I'm great, actually. You know, football's back up and going. Uh, we got our, our, our lips wet with that uh, KC, you know, Detroit game. And, and that was a lot of fun. But I'm, I'm ready for week one, man. I hear you. Yeah, me too. All right. So let's play a game, guys. What do you say? Let's do it. Yeah, yeah a little different. today. I, yeah, today I get to play while Chad is the game master. Chad, what do you got for us? Oh, shit. They gave me the keys. All right. So uh, basically what we're doing here, we're going to have a little bit of fun. We're going to have a little bit of fun. So I'm going to throw out some questions for you guys, and you guys are basically going to intuitively – you know, as quick as you can answer these questions, just whatever pops in your head. Um, and yeah, we'll have a little discussion about each answer and, and, you know, unless it's bad and we don't really want to talk about it, then we won't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Jesse, okay. you answer this time. This should be good. All right. So first question, uh, Jesse, you're first. <laughs> give me your, give me your top three, Tight ends in order for the upcoming season. Kelsey, just for this season and just for points, right? Yep, just for the season. Kelsey, Kelsey, Mandrews, Kittle. Okay. Austin, what do you got? Unfortunately, I agree. So I don't have very much excitement. Those would be my top three. Um, But I do have a sneaky one that I want to say. Well, I'm going to say from there, from there. Name okay. one guy that you think can eclipse into that top three. If 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 that let's say that's not the order, that's not what happens. Who do you see breaking in? Um, well, I mean, I think the easy answer is Hawkinson. Um, we saw that last year. I think that's the easy one, but that's not mine. Um, mine's actually Kincaid. I think he's going to okay. get the target share that, barring health, that needs to be to be a top three tight end. We know how ugly the position is, as we can see week one. Um, you know, two of the top three we just mentioned aren't playing. So uh, I, I think Kincaid, barring health, has the target share to be able to do that. All right. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna give mine uh, just for the record. So I have Kelsey Waller-Kittle. Kelsey Waller-Kittle. Okay. Waller's a good one. That's a, health is, again, huge with him, Home, but I love it. Homer. Homer. Yeah, okay. Look, of course. Well, I mean <laughs> – Maybe not because <laughs> just just uh, just throwing this out there, I don't have Saquon in the top four. So let's move on to running backs. Wait, 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 wait! I didn't get I didn't get to give my my player. Oh, sorry about that. I'm first time doing yeah. this. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Jesse. Got her. Got her. Nice, nice. Her. See, I feel like that's that's the Homer pick. Yeah, I would agree totally. It, it, it is, but let me defend it just a little bit. Um, in a in points per game, Goddard was top three last year, number one. Number two, um, his he's going to get um, targets, right, and he's going to produce catches and yards. His production is largely like touchdown dependent. If you're talking about an elite season, right? He's always that's been the knock against him that uh, he doesn't score touchdowns. But we know that touchdowns are, are really, really high variance 
So if Goddard does have a spike touchdown season, it could easily throw him into the top three. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Um, yeah, we're not here for the easy answers today. We're, we're here for, you know, your raw opinion, whatever comes to your mind, just go with it. So here's a tough one. better shot of not top ten than top three. Oh, wow. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, let's move on to running backs here. So let's go with somebody who finished in the top 12 running backs last year who will not finish in the top 12 this year. That's easy for me. Yeah, I, there's a cheating answer, but I won't use it. Remember, we're here for entertainment purposes. Uh, I'm going with CMC. Nice, nice. What's, what's, your, what's your thinking on that? The combination of the coach saying that he's going to um, just flat out stating he's going to have less volume this year, um, the idea that I think they're going to try to save him for the actual NFL playoffs, not the fantasy playoffs. One and two. Number three, his you know uh, past injury history and the position he plays, high variance at running back as well because guys just get hurt at such a you know just at, at a large degree. It, if he you know if he show you know if he his his history predicts more like a higher chance that he gets hurt than doesn't this year. Okay. And uh, I, I don't want that to be my main argument that he could get hurt. It's really also the, the fact that Shanahan's already stated that he's going to use every running back he's got. Yeah. The situation. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's definitely a, uh, it's definitely valid. I think, I think I'm with you with him, him making a fall definitely from that number two spot, uh, which he finished last year in, in PPR, but I, I don't know. Seeing him fall out of the top 12 would be pretty insane. Um, I mean, cause you think about it. We had guys like Aaron Jones, Ramon J. Stevenson, uh, even Jamal Williams in the top 12 with, you know, uh, bit part roles. So I think he's going to have enough of a role to where he finishes in the top 12, top 12 but I can definitely see him finishing uh, outside of that top three, four guys for sure. What about you, uh, um, Austin? Um. I actually think it might be Jacobs. Oh wow! Okay. Um, what you thinking there? I just, I don't, I don't like the offense. To be honest, um, I think he's gonna. The touchdowns, I don't think will be there like they were last year. Um, had twelve of them. I don't think we see as much of that this year. Uh, I don't think there'll be an opportunity for him to score as often. I think he'll get the touches, but I just don't see the touchdowns. Um, I tried not to pick an easy when there's a couple. No brainer, yeah, yeah, so. for sure, for um, sure. Yeah, I appreciate Jacobs that. Is the one I, I think he'll. I mean, obviously, I think he flirts with it just off the touches, but I don't see the touchdowns being there because the okay. opportunities I don't see as often. Yeah, that that was going to be my devil's advocate uh, kind of question. There was with 340 touches he received last year. If you see him getting a similar amount, how did, how is he outside of the top 12? Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's it's tough because there's a most of the other guys I like for this year so uh, he was one that i don't like as much and i think he's a little overhyped right now okay can i I throw out another one just so we can discuss it yeah let's go eckler so it's a Mm. new offensive coordinator and you know his production points wise largely 
depends on catches out of the backfield. And if that's not their focus, um, as much as it has been in the past with a different offensive coordinator, uh, he, you know, it, it could definitely, his production could definitely suffer. And if the touchdowns don't go to him, if he's not getting the, the large amount of, of catches and touchdowns, could be trouble for him. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, yeah, 107 catches last year. I, yeah. I don't know right. if that's uh, able to be replicated. Right. As, as, right. And along, I mean, it's hard to say that an old Keenan Allen and an always hurt Mike Williams won't get hurt again, but they were hurt for long stretches last year too. Yeah. Oh, goodbye. We lost our game master. <laughs> All right. I hated your answer. He must have hated that answer. He loves Austin Eckler. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to just like vamp for a little bit here. Um, who's your fantasy MVP? Fantasy MVP this year, Austin. Um, well, somebody that uh, actually I'm gonna go a different route. Nick Chubb. Nick he's Chubb. Been somebody right. I think is he's just gonna dominate. Um, barring they don't bring Hunt back in week two. I think yeah. he doesn't really have any competition for touches. How much does um, Kareem Hunt even have left? I mean, I, I uh, apparently reports, not much. Yeah, reports are that he's juiceless. And welcome back, Chad Mendoza. I'm back. I'm back. Wasn't gone too long, thankfully. All right. So uh, all you missed was Austin giving his um, fantasy MVP this year, which is giving Nick Chubb. Because we had to talk about something while you were gone. <laughs> If he's still here. Are you still there, Chad? All right. Well, while we wait for Chad again, I'm yeah, well, going yeah. Yeah, G- Garrett Wilson. So um, I'm on record on, on the DWZ saying that it's going to be Garrett Wilson. He's, uh, I mean, just the connection with Aaron Rodgers and the fact that I think Aaron Rodgers is, you know, his determination is absolutely renewed. He's had a, you know, he he had had enough of Green Bay and Gouda Koonst, and I think he's just going to try to shove it up all of their asses this year. <clears throat> yeah, I, I really think the fire tour is coming. Did you see that report came out this week where he said he could play till he's 45? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I'm like, okay, he was just going to play a year, now we're getting till 45. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty confident we get a two-year window out of him. Yeah, um, I think that's about right. Contract yeah. fits that as well. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, they'll give him whatever he wants if he decides he wants to keep playing. But I just think just the fire, you know, that he's playing with right now, I don't think is exactly sustainable for more than these two years, right? Yeah. And he, somebody as temperamental as him, if something else, something happens with the Jets and that he doesn't exactly love, um, they don't get so. Right, they don't treat Randall Cobb the way or <laughs> Alan Lazard the way he wants them to or whatever. So, you know, I, I, I can't say that 45 is probable. Yeah, but. I agree. I think he enjoys other stuff too much to go too much longer. Right. I mean, well, it's mean, like we're going to improv time. So uh, let's give your top three wide receivers. Well, that might be one of his questions. Why don't we go with LVP? Oh. 
somebody that's getting a lot of hype. That, well, we went with overhyped players, but not exactly a lot of hype, but everybody that somebody everybody thinks is going to be solid in their lineup, but you don't. Hmm. That's tough. Um, here, you go first. I got to think about that for a second. That's a good one. I'll go out on a, on a crazy limb and say Justin Fields. If you have just yeah, if you have Justin Fields, you're riding with Justin Fields, right? It's not like you can shield yourself if he doesn't improve in the passing game. And then obviously the style lends itself to broken legs. Yeah, that's, we've seen a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean Lamar. Lamar could be the same thing. Hertz could be the same thing. Yeah, that's the, it's scary, but man, the ceilings are so high with them. Yeah, the difference there though is they've they've proven themselves as passers. You know, if yeah. you, if all Fields has is the legs, eventually, you know, it, it it just turns gimmicky that you know other teams can just eventually shut it down. Yeah, I like it. Um, I'm gonna speaking of a limb, I'm gonna go out and uh, I think Diggs is a little disappointing this year. I think we don't like what. Honestly, he finished the season pretty rough. Um, I think we see the offense shift a little where, heck, he may even get traded, but I don't see that top five finish this year. I mean, it's crazy that he he's not getting traded in the season, right? Who knows? I mean, we've seen people with uh, get just completely unhappy and try to force themselves out. Who knows? I don't. I don't. I, mean, I don't know. How unhappy can he be? He's the number one wide receiver. He's getting paid well. I have reports a couple weeks ago were acting like he was pretty unhappy now. Reports are reports. Take it with a grain of salt, but. Right. And then there were reports to the contrary, you know, his own words, you know, that I think it was just a disagreement, a small disagreement. I think it's fine. They're, They're bringing in a lot of players to beat what beat them, right? Teams are playing too deep. Um, safeties on them and it's hard to beat teams when you're designed to just go vertical like if they're going to play back on you and you just want to go vertical and you have nothing to beat too deep like a power running back Damian Harris and underneath you know zone beaters and uh, you know like underneath receivers like Kincaid um, maybe he just didn't like the fact that they were you know, signing other players, I, I don't know, or going away from the vertical attack, but they can't just go, uh, you know, all goes all the time and you know, deep posts and shit like they were, like when they were just lighting it up because teams have learned to sit back on them. Yeah. But no, I, just I get it. I don't see, like it finished fourth last year. I could easily see more of like eight to 12. And I think people yeah. won't be nearly as happy with that from what they're expecting. Yeah, and welcome back once again, Chad Mendoza. Are you with us? Yep. Let's hope it sticks hey. this time. <laughs> All right, on. All right, cool. So we just gave um, MVP and LVP. He gave Chubb. I gave Garrett Wilson as MVP. He gave Diggs as LVP, and I said Justin Fields. Nice, nice. Some interesting ones there. I, I really like the Justin Fields one. Um, that's the guy that I'm really, really worried about this, this season, uh, just because 
there's so much value attached to him and so much uncertainty. And that's never a combination that, that, you know, I want to be in uh, with a guy on my roster. So yeah, luckily I only have one share. I don't know where you guys are out on, on him, but Same. Uh, I have yeah. Yeah. I took him in a startup uh, just as sort of an experiment. It's only a $20 leak. Yeah. Yeah. It's scary. It's scary. I've used um, him to upgrade since the hype built. I got Herbert for him. I got Burrow for him. Wow. No, not straight. Did you have to add something? Yeah. Yeah. Add yeah I added. But to me, that's worth it. The security there is so much different. And Absolutely. I think the production's pretty similar. Okay. So right last season, we had Geno Smith. Um, eclipsed the top six guys. He finished QB five um, in, in most formats, right? We had, uh, you know, guys like Jared Goff, Daniel Jones um, in, in the top 12. Who's your guy outside of the top 12 that you think could make an appearance this year? Hmm, I got one. I'm ready. Okay. Been ready Let's for it, Austin. Let's hear it, Austin. Sam Howell. Wow. Um, Got all the weapons. They finally have an offensive coordinator. So if he can put it together, I think a lower top 12 finish, you know, similar to where we saw golf, is easily in the cards for him. Now, he could obviously not be starting by week four as well. That's why the value is where it is. But I definitely think he has the ability to get inside that top 12 with the weapons he has and the offense that they're running. Yeah, well, I think the jury's out on the offensive coordinator. That's my thought. I, just because he helped run an offense with Andy Reid doesn't mean he can do it on his own. Yeah. yeah. I think Mike Kafka actually was the better mind there than well, I don't know. We'll see with the enemy. I'm not I'm not sure. Like I'm not saying he's bad. I'm not saying he's good. I think like I said, jury's out. You have to really he needs to prove himself. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I, I think the one thing that I'd say is that's a really tough division, especially for a first-year quarterback, um, which, I mean, I know this is his second year in the NFL, but it's his first year uh, playing football in the NFL. So, um, yeah, I, I think I think it's going to be tough for him. I think it's going to be tough for him. I, I would say that I, I think he's a good player. I think that the uh, – uh, what did he end up going in the fifth round or something yeah. Uh, yeah. in the NFL draft? And I think that was maybe a, a quite a bit too low for him. Um, I thought he should have gone, you know, kind of where Ritter and, and those guys went in the third, but, uh, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he, how, how he, how he does in a really tough division this year. Yeah, it's a good one. I, I, I don't mean to downplay your call uh, with the, the enemy talk. Just shooting that, shots here. Yeah, no, for sure. You're going to, you're going to sound like a genius if he, <laughs> if he <laughs> takes off. So uh, who do you got, Jesse? I guess I'm going to go, I think AR would be like the easy call, but I'm going to go, the first thing that popped into my head is Kenny Pickett. Dang, that was my other one. Nice. Yeah, if that was my, that was my leap, other one too. If he takes the leap that some reporters have said he has already this offseason, he's got the weapons, you know, and he's, it's it's the Steelers. I, you know, it, it really what holds them back in my eyes is quarterback play. Mm -hmm. You know, um, Pickett is an excellent 
possession receiver. I think Allen Robinson still's got still has something left as a third receiver, and especially if you put him in a in a slot and play him as a big slot, I think he's definitely got something left. And then Deontay Johnson, probably one of the most overlooked players in fantasy football, um, touchdown regression aside. He's just a an open all day type of player. I, I, I like I said, he's got the weapons. They upgraded the offensive line. As much as I don't love Najee Harris, he still will take pressure off of a off of a young quarterback. Yep, he was definitely the other name that popped in my head. I'm, I was looking at the top twelve, and there aren't a lot of names that are even you know that like Lamar is obvious. You know that's an obvious name. Um, yeah, Dak was out of the top twelve. Um, but again, that's kind of cheating. And Watson was the only other name that, looking through the list, that even made any kind of sense for an argument. Yeah. yeah, and I I excluded my son to Alipa from this in my mind because he was top twelve points per game. Yeah, yeah. I think I think kind of uh, just as a as a as a broad kind of general rule um, with this game, let's try to leave you know guys that probably would be there if it weren't for injury. Um, yeah, and that right. you know people are expecting to be there again. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to go with Brock Purdy, actually. That's um, good you know, a lot of the same reasons as Kenny Pickett. I think, uh, you know, he's he's in just a, a, a really dominant offense everywhere else where it's just set up for him. All he has to do is be really just an average player, and he's probably mm-hmm. going to finish top 12. So, yeah. especially in an offense that's really designed around um, yards after catch uh, and schemed very, very heavily. Uh, I think he could have a really good year. So I'm really looking forward to to his play in, in that San Francisco offense. Yeah, that's an excellent call. Uh, I would say he's easily worth a late first yeah. in Dynasty right now. Yeah, you shouldn't sell for anything less. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and just one other thing. The, the other thing that I really like about him is that even though he had this injury, um, you know, I think a lot of people were expecting him to maybe have the chance to lose that job, but they've been very firm throughout the entire offseason that this is our player. This is our guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and you know, even through that injury, I mean, I think that says a lot. I think that says a lot. Well, so, I mean, he doesn't have any competition now. As someone who's watched enough Sam Darnold, it's not like they're, <laughs> it's not like they're looking through the week and be like, oh, man, we should start this guy. Yeah. Kyle, yeah. Kyle Shanahan loves Sam Darnold because he can run his system. So yeah, I mean, if he'll Purdy be fine does, if Purdy gets hurt. Yeah, he'll be fine. If Purdy gets hurt, um, I think Dan, Sam Sam Darnold would actually be pretty good in this system. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> nope. Nope. I, I've had my faith before. I have lost it. I cannot go back on that bandwagon. <laughs> right on. Right on. I don't blame you. Okay, so this is going to be another one. This one's a little bit more difficult with the quarterbacks here. Name one guy who is outside of that elite level right you know your top six kind of quarterbacks that finds his way into that conversation this year people just look at him differently rookies excluded um no go ahead and and, and put the rookies in there okay i didn't have one i was just curious um (laughs) you want to go first this time jesse yeah let's talk about rock yeah now let's now let's talk about my son the amazing the amazing to alipa it's obvious that he's got the talent around him to bust into the top five. It's really, it's just a matter of him staying healthy. Am I right? Or am I wrong on that? And also the same highly schemed system that he is a perfect 
fit for with his hyper accuracy. Yeah, I don't think he was ever going to be viewed as a top six dynasty quarterback. Well, let's, let's see, there. see top six kind of arbitrary. So like I think there's seven kind of like established elite guys. Let's just say he, he becomes the eighth. This guy. Oh, becomes yeah. The eighth. Oh, yeah. If he plays 18 games, it to me, it's a lock. That's the only thing holding it back in my eyes. Am, am I wrong about that? Yeah. Uh, yes, because of the head injuries. I think it'll take two years of people playing, of him playing, before people, I don't say forget, but look past that for that elite production. It only took one year for Brandon Cooks. Yeah. I mean, he was who I was thinking of, and I feel like he's never really regained value. I don't think you ever saw him sold for a first. Well, so, when he was, when nah, he was still with the Rams. No, nah, I guess like that was his last for a second or two. That was his last year with the Rams. So was that's my worry with Tua talking a value perspective for production. Sure, you could see the top six finish barring health, but people get scared of. Oh man, he just hurt his head. He's done. Like I, I don't know how long that takes before. That's not in somebody's mind when they see that name. And that's what it'll take for him to reach that, let's say, 107 in a startup. What do you say, Chad? So uh, for me, I think the easy answer is probably going to be Justin Fields because I think that's the guy everybody wants to succeed. So just from a value standpoint, if he does have uh, a decent passing year and has, you know, even somewhat vaguely similar rushing numbers, then he's going to be put into that category. But Going outside of that, going with a little bit of a homer pick here, I think another guy that people are starting to want to succeed. Uh, I'm going to go with Daniel Jones. So I think uh, the rushing upside is a big part of it. I think to be in that upper echelon guy, I don't think I don't think there's many quarterbacks that can sit in the pocket and become one of those guys. I think that's a very, very, very special player. That's your, you know, Mahomes, uh, who is not really doesn't even fit that criteria, but. Um, Her, you know, Herbert your, and your Herbert. Lawrence. Yeah. It, it's, it's really tough to find those kind of guys. So I think it has to be outside of that. I think it has to be like a Justin Fields, a Daniel Jones, some guy that can give you top five rushing production from a quarterback perspective um, and kind of solidify himself in that role. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's my thinking behind it. I, I, I think it's, I think it's hard pressed to say that anybody's going to do it. If I had to put my money on, it, I would say nobody, yeah. uh, but you know, just throwing a guy out there. Daniel Jones, to me, has to battle still and will always for the rest of his career have to battle the perception of when he was drafted and that um, – uh, what was his, with the, the GM's name again? Austin, he, he used to be your GM. Gettleman. Gettleman, oh. Gettleman. yeah. The, the fact that Gettleman way overreached on him, should have traded back and taken him, and that he was an idiot. And now Jones is just going to – carry that perception for the rest of his career and it's going to be tough to get that out of people's yeah. brains. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's the best quarterback in the class though. So Yeah. Yeah. So I, when I when I asked you Chad what you yeah. thought, I was asking what you thought about Tua. <laughs> oh, Tua. Yeah, I, I kind of lean towards uh Austin, I'll just touch on it real quick. I, sure. Austin's viewpoint that I think the injuries are always going to be in the back of people's minds, especially if he just goes out there and, and does what we're expecting to, for him to do in this Dolphins offense. It's always going to be in the back of people's mind saying, okay, well, yeah, he's a good player. Uh, he's performing really well, but 
man, we're one play away from this thing being done. Yeah, everybody's one play away in the NFL. But I know, I, I know, have, but just the perception. It's the right. perception. We, it's tough to battle people's perceptions in their own minds. You know, it, once people have a thought about a player and think one way about a player, it's tough to change it. Yes, it for is. sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, and I actually enjoy that because I've gotten a lot of Jared Goff <laughs> this off season for, pens. I've got, I've gotten a lot of really cheap Kyler Murray. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. All right. So, uh, did we both give players there? No, Austin, you got to give your I player, mean, right? You're the game master skipped me and took my guy on top. Of that was fun. Um, so, <laughs> Talk I'll about give, Daniel Jones then. Talk about Daniel well, Jones. I'm going to give a different one. I've been sitting here racking my brain. Um, I think somebody could come back to that field, which is Deshaun Watson. Um, nice. Think that's about whatever you want out of it. I don't. That's up to you and your personal opinions. But on the football field, I think he's one of the few names that aren't in that top, let's say, seven, that has the ability to jump back into it. Um, we've seen it. We know he can do it. I think he has the weapons and offense with the ability to do it. Um, it's just if he's the same person that he was, and that's something we're just going to have to find out. Um, it's risky. He could blunder and be nothing by the end of this year, and people look at him as, a, you know, where Russell Wilson is now, you know, mid QB2. Or he could be somebody that you're talking about taking it five or six in a startup. Absolutely. That's a, that is a great call. In fact, I think that's, that's the call of this, of this round because he's been there before and all, all it really would take with him is a, just a month of good play, like yeah. good, solid, you know, two fifty and two touchdowns a, a month of that. And people are going to think, okay, the Russ is gone. He's, he's fine. There were no other concerns is that he's just rusty and he may not really ever, if you just see it, you know, for a month, it's obvious, it's done. There's no other perception that you have to fight there. So I think that's a really good answer. Yeah, the only negative you're going to have in, like, dynasty terms with leagues is you will have people that just don't want them. Um, so that will be the part that hurts the value perspective of them. Like, there's people that I've tried to trade with and honestly sent things that I thought were way overpaid just trying to – because I have a ton of Watson shares. I bought cheap as could be. Mm-hmm. And there's people just won't trade them. I mean, they, they like he's not going to be on my roster. So you will always have to deal with that, and that's part of it. You know, if you can, you know, succumb to that and have him on your roster, then I think he can be a great value, barring he can be anything close to what he was. I mean, you don't have to throw in a massage with the trade. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that'd be a plus that you could – you, know, you might better make something happen then. You might well, be able to make a moving on. That. So, uh, <laughs> game yeah, after, we... put us together, man. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah, we had a lot of really, really fun wide receiver prospects come out in this draft class, right? A lot of them. Um, you can find guys that you like from the second to the third round, and that, that's always, you know, really fun for rookie drafts. Um, wide receiver classes have been really, really deep the last several years. We've seen guys like Terry McLaurin, Brandon Ayuk, uh, T. Higgins, Michael Pittman, all these kind of guys be found in the second round and make an emergence as really at certain times wide receiver ones, at certain times wide receiver twos, um, just on the perception. Who's the guy that's going to come out of the season? You're going to go, oh, man, you know, this guy should have been taken in the first round. 
you're talking about rookies Rookie this year's class? Yep. Okay. I have mine. Go ahead, sir. Marvin Mims. Man, I just love this kid. He was hyper-productive in college. Um, the film supported the production, and now he's just looked great in the preseason. Um, there's an, already an injury to Judy. Uh, there's already two other injuries to Tim Patrick and KJ Hamler. So injuries have already forced him up the depth chart. I, I think he had won that starting job anyway. So it's not just situation. It's not just college production. It's that I think he's earned um, downfield. Product. There's no really other downfield player that I trust on that offense. I think he's going to have a really big year and people are going to look at him like, man, he should have been a first rounder. I like it. I like yeah. it. Just uh, throw out, throw out, and don't talk too much about this guy, but just throw out your one B. There's so many of these guys. So one B had would to say be... Mims didn't do it. Then this guy did it. Who is it? <sighs> just whoever pops in your head. Don't think too much. Um, yeah, it would be Mingo, I guess. Okay, cool. Uh, Austin, who's who's your guy? Um, let me start by prefacing that this is one of the first rookie classes that I didn't have a guy, um, especially not past the top two guys in a class. Normally I have somebody that I love that I'm getting in every rookie draft that I'm trading for and that this is who I believe in. And this class I don't. Um, so it's harder for me to feel somebody, this is a guy I should have take, taken. But looking at the names, I, I guess I'm going to go Zay Flowers. I think he's got probably the as nope, good of nope, opportunity. Nope. Sorry. Outside outside of the first round. So we're talking about guys like Terry McLaurin, guys like Michael Pittman, Brandon okay. Ayuk that went outside of the first round in, in rookie drafts that you're going to look back ugly. on it and say, man, this guy should have gone in the first. Um, well, Mims was a good one then. Um, then I guess I'll use Jesse's 1B and say Mingo. Opportunities too much. It's too easy there. Um, Already, Chark's already out. Thielen's been questionable going into the week. Terrace Marshall didn't know if he was going to play. So, I mean, he could have nobody. He could be the, the de facto one that has to do something. Um, so, if he can, then he has the opportunity for a, a crazy target share if he can be anything close to what I know they hope he can be. Um, he is a little raw, so I don't know if he's ready for that year one, but he's probably going to have to be forced into it, so... I guess we'll see if he can. And uh, 1B would be uh, Jalen Hyatt's the name that keeps sticking out to me. Mm. Um, they also don't have a lot of weapons outside of Waller for him to compete with targets. Um, has, you know, everybody knows ridiculous speed and knows how to get open deep. So if the offense allows and Daniel Jones can hit him, I think he has, definitely has the opportunity to be like, dang, we should have taken him at 112 over, you know, A-Chain or Kendra Miller or whoever that may have been. That's a good call. Yeah, he's definitely jumped up in training camp. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm going to go with Mingo uh, as well. Uh, I, I think I think Mingo is primed for a big season. I think if Bryce Young is going to succeed, Mingo is going to have to play a role in that. Um, just with the wide receivers they have at their disposal and that offense overall with, you know, the lack of established talent um in their prime because you know let's let's face it Thielen is is what he is at this point in his career uh Chark is a guy that's never really been able to become uh 
a dependable player. So I think Mingo's going to have to do something in that offense. And I think he will. I think he's a really talented player. Um, uh, Let me just throw one more name out there. Just, yep. Uh, Josh Downs has uh, claimed a starting role in the, in the Colts offense. So he beat out a veteran in Isaiah McKenzie. Not that he's amazing, but was a starter last year for a great team, the Bills. Right? So beat him out. And I think AR is going to need somebody that can go get open quickly, right? So if that happens, if if Downs, you know, gets the uh, chemistry with AR and is is open in a phone booth or open very quickly out of the slot, could get a lot of targets. Nice, nice. I like that. Um, yeah, I, I would say that my. Uh... My, I, I really don't have a 1B, but I, I like a lot of guys in this class, and I think that it's really hard to pinpoint a guy that is going to make that jump, and I, I think that's really fun. So I'm, I'm excited yeah. to see how this class does. Uh, okay, so this is going to be a little bit of a tough one. Over the last year, we've seen quite a few running backs dip in value, right? Guys like um, – or let's just say two years, right? We have guys like uh, Mixon. You know, guys like Miles Sanders, uh, Kenneth Walker, um, even guys like Montgomery, DeAndre Swift, A.J. Dillon, those kind of guys. Which which guy in that category, right? And and there may be some that I missed. Which guy in that category is going to make a resurgence and be seen as a legitimate um, borderline RB1, RB2 kind of guy? Um, question. Yep. Does Dobbins and Javante count? Or are they already too close? Let, they're, they're super popular right now, so let's okay. leave them out of it. Okay. Um, I think you named the guy that came to my head, which was Miles Sanders. Opportunities too easy. Competition is none. So, really, it's just health. I mean, he had a borderline RB1 season last year if he wasn't RB1. Um, and it just – again, there's just no competition. Chuba Hubbard – worries me none and then they have spencer brown as the third i'm sure most of y'all never even heard of him so uh it it just feels like barring health i don't see how he can't get the touches to be relevant into that i don't know if he'll get back to the dynasty rb1 talk but i think production wise you could definitely see it when i first saw his name i got confused and thought it was spencer ware for a minute yeah, it's, I, I was exactly. like, is Spencer Ware really back in the NFL? <laughs> um, for me, I think – I'm sorry, that is a good call. Um, I would go with – I mean, you said Kenneth Walker, so I don't want to go with him, uh, but that's definitely – No, you can go with any of the guys I list and just talk about them, whichever guy. Walker's tops about. of that list for me because I think he just has the most electric ability and there's plenty of room for two backs in that offense. I, okay. Really, that's it. I just, I, yeah. I don't, I, I don't see any difference than when Kenneth Walker was drafted, you know, as the second running back in that draft. You know, yeah, I, 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 I think like he it. Still got all of that ability, and I think he gained the ability towards the end of the year to not try to hit the home run on a constant basis. You know, I like to, it. Yeah, to, he's been a fun guy to buy. He's been a fun guy to buy because people just got yeah. so down on him this offseason, with especially right after the NFL draft. Um. And, yeah, I mean, no running back is safe, so this can happen to anybody. 
Does my boy ATN count in this, or is he already considered? Already? No, 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 no. Yeah, he's 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 too too popular right now. I think his okay. value's actually probably gone up from last season. So, um, where are you trying to buy Kenneth Walker at? Because I think that's a very intriguing question. And so, DTC has him at RB ten already. So, I I mean, you're talking names below him are Javante Pollard, Dobbins, Najee. Job. But I think that's you. I think that's I think the uh, I guess perception. Or, I mean, not the perception, but the reality of it is he was RB three four for a long time. Yeah. Uh, before the draft, so, so that that is a to... huge fall. That's a huge huge fall. So if you, you if you think he gets back to that kind of okay. you know spot after the season, then okay, I mean so even a little bit below that. That you think yeah. can be that RB five we're looking at going into next year. Betting on the talent, basically, where I think it's okay. at, and I I don't think that he's been trading for uh for RB ten prices, especially earlier in the off season when when after the NFL draft happened, uh you know I was I was getting, um, I traded JT obviously this is before the holdout and all that kind of stuff, but I traded JT for Kenneth Walker and two first in a league, mm. right after the NFL draft, so, um yeah I think. I think it's just one of those things where, you know, you had to get him at the right moment. Maybe now's not the right time to buy him, but I think there was a moment in time where you could get a really good deal on him. Yeah, there definitely was. I wasn't able to get it done. I tried a bunch of places. I did get it done for ATN though. For some reason he earlier in the off season, he was not going for all what I thought he was worth. Um, I, can we talk about Damian Pierce in this category? Cause I, I think that he could have just a monster season. The only thing holding him back is the perception that they can draft over him again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he quite fits the category. I think he's probably about where he was last year. Um, mm-hmm. We're, we're leaning more into guys that have kind of dipped in value here, but I, I do, I do like that. I do like that call. I, I like Damian Pierce this season as well. Does Ramondre count as that? I don't, he was never viewed. I don't know. He was, yeah. Running back, or not even a lead, right. but I, I just don't think his value is much lower than what it's been. I think it's about the All same. Right, so you can say his production's higher, but his value's never really. Yeah, I mean, he's RB thirteen on KTC, so if anything, right on. Yeah, not much higher he can go. I'll throw yeah. out one more name, um, Aaron Jones. Yeah, just that's a good one. On, on ability and age alone, um, you know, if he throws up another monster season like he's had in the past, has a million catches, could happen. I mean, the perception's very low on him, I think. Yeah, it is, definitely. Yeah, that's a really good one. I'm going to go with a, a young guy, actually, who's who's dipped in value since he was taken uh, last season in rookie drafts. I'm going to go with James Cook. Um, hmm. You know, as a guy I think is really just going to take over that backfield this year, um, find a lot of production in the passing game. Um, and, yeah, I, I think he's, he's going to be kind of in that solid high-end RB2 category this year. Okay. I mean, I, I'm very skeptical on him. Uh, I don't know how much work he can do um, between the tackles or really even on handoffs at all. So if it, all of it comes in the passing game, almost all of it, we'll see. Well, um, here's the thing. The Buffalo could have gone out and gotten a guy, right? There was a lot of running backs out in the market, and they, they're telling us that he's their guy. So I'm, I'm going with that. Or they're telling That's us true. Harris is their guy. Damian Harris is a human being. Uh, is he though? I know he's a human being, but is he a, is he a good football player? Um, 
I yeah. think he's got a lot of ability, but the fact that, um, you know, at, at points they said he was battling with Latavius Murray tells yeah. me, because he's got a lot more ability than Latavius Murray, so that tells me there might be some knuckleheadishness in there, and maybe that's why Belichick didn't want to keep him around too. So, yeah, if if you don't really get it as a football player, it, yeah. all the ability in the world doesn't really make a difference. Yeah, when I say that the Buffalo could have gone out and gotten a guy, I mean they could have gone out and gotten a guy, like yeah. <laughs> you know, not just a just not not, not just a, a a person that's living and breathing. They could have gone out and really gotten. A it would have been really that. fun if if they brought in James Cook's brother to play with him. Dalvin and James yeah. Cook in the same backfield would have been awesome. For a while, but I thought they, they I thought they would, but they weren't real. It didn't seem like they were seriously in on any of those guys. So they, what you say makes a lot of sense. They they are signaling that they believe in him, and they know a lot more about that player than I do. So yeah, uh, I feel the same exact way. Uh, I'm just not that they know more than you, but that they more than, <laughs> know more than me as well. So. <laughs> they definitely know more than me. <laughs> that wasn't a shot. That wasn't a shot. Uh, <laughs> all right, so. I guess we're 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 running low on time here, but we'll maybe just throw out two more. Is that okay with you guys? Yeah, we. I mean, we got fifteen minutes. Oh, do we now? Okay, so uh, yeah, this past year we saw some really interesting names at wide receiver, right? Some guys that entered the top twelve, fifteen, um, kind of guys with in, in production. Guys like Christian Kirk. Uh, Terry McLaurin's there yet again, right? Um, Brandon Ayuk is in the top 15. We also saw guys like uh, uh, like Devonta Smith make an emergence. Who's the guy that you think nobody's thinking of as a top 12, top 15 wide receiver that's going to put his name in that conversation and gain a lot of value this year? nobody's thinking of i have a that's the hard part (laughs) yeah i have i have one because there's a lot of obvious names like you know there's a lot of smoke around ridley and that's the first name i thought of um we've talked about amari cooper quite a bit lately and um i and remember this is value-based so we're not just talking about production we're talking about the guy that's going to gain sure. value because if Amari Cooper is wide receiver four, he can't gain much value. Sure. Right. Yeah. That's why I want to go with Jahan Dotson. Young I like guy. That. I like that one a Great lot. Name. Great name. Young guy, all of the ability in the world um, showed that he's, despite his size, a touchdown magnet. I don't think that that's fluky at all. His touchdown production last year, he gets open in the red zone. It's obvious. Um, you know, if, what Austin said earlier about Sam Howell comes true and the offense really under the enemy takes a leap forward. Jahan Dotson is going to show his skills and there's plenty of room for McLaurin and Dotson to eat. Um, absolutely could be somebody that jumps up. I like it a lot. Yep. I really, really like that. one. What about you, Austin? I'm going to go a name that I don't even really like but I think has a great chance to see a ginormous value gain. And uh, that's Traylon Burks. And it didn't nice. even feel great saying it. <laughs> no, I, I really I, – I don't like Traylon Burks but, much, but I really I really like that. He's, that he's looking around wide receiver 30 to 35 in dynasty value right now. 
I mean, I think that's easily see a chance where he's in the top 20 going into the offseason. Um, and that's a big jump. You're passing a lot of big names for Dynasty. So, I mean, I think he's got a great opportunity. He's not going to see the wide receiver or the quarterback cornerback one hardly ever. Um, so I think he's got a great opportunity to put himself up into that top 20, top 15 kind of range. I could see, I could see top 15. It could happen. Uh, he doesn't even have to achieve those numbers if he makes big splash plays yep. for the perception to get there. Yep. Yep. And he's the type of player that can make, you know, big, um, you know, sparkly plays. I agree. I'm going to, I'm going to go with a guy here who I think, I think maybe you guys are a little bit lower on than I am. And I was actually really low on him coming out. Uh, I just, I just like him a lot right now. Uh, and we talked about his quarterback a little bit. I, I'm going to go as far as to say this guy enters into the top 12 of wide receivers this year. Can Not I only in value, before? but in production. Go ahead. Is it Pickens? It's Pickens. Yeah. He was it's the other Pickens. name looking through uh He's wide receiver 25 right now. I think agree totally. He's got a good chance to honestly yeah. cut that in half. Very yeah. good call. If, if Pickett takes that step forward, then yeah. Yeah. Great one. Yeah. That's, that's where I'm at with him. I, I really like George Pickens. I wish I had more of him, to be honest. I like the ability. Uh, my reservations on him is that he's just a specific type of player that needs a quarterback that, one, trusts him, and, two, can make tight window throws. So yeah. coming out of last season, I, my confidence in, in Pickett to do that was shaken. You know, he does – he has shown that he trusts him. He will chuck it up to him. So that's yeah. that's step one. You know, that's what wouldn't happen with Daniel Jones and Kenny Galladay. Because Kenny Galladay was a, kind of a similar player. You know, big, not overly fast, not agile, not going to – create a lot of separation. You had to trust Galladay to go up and out-muscle guys. And Daniel Jones and the offensive coordinators there just wouldn't do it. And, you know, so what I'm saying is that's step one. Step two is this supposed step forward that Pickett has taken. So if that really manifests on the field, yeah, Pickett could be huge. Well, that's step two. Step one would have been catching the ball, which Kenny Galladay never did. Uh, <laughs> that's true too. he dropped he every a, pass that came to him he so, did have a lot of ugly drops you're right Pickett's hands are elite um but yeah Pickens, so i mean Pickens. i'm sorry i'm sorry for the salt i just kenny galladay oh man he disgusted yeah. um <laughs> no i get it so uh not not saying anything about him as a person i'm sure he's i'm sure he's a really sweet yeah. guy just, wonderful man i hate what he did on the football field uh <laughs> anyways so yeah, we're going to go back to quarterbacks for a second here, right? Quarterback is a lot of fun this year. There's a lot of guys who are really, really low on value right now. Um, and I could easily see one of these guys coming up and having a top 15 quarterback season. Nobody's expecting it. Who's the guy that is kind of maybe that third quarterback on your roster – or the guy that you're like, man, I, I guess maybe I'll throw out a, a, a early second for him. Uh, GMs just really don't like him, right? Who's that guy that's going to have the production this year? Well, fitting that bill, um, I guess I'm going to be one of those GMs, but 
Mac Jones is somebody I can see that gives you right now. You could probably pay a early. I mean, some leagues are going to be a first, but I think there are a lot of managers that would you could get a skill position player in a second and get them in a lot of leagues. And I think he could easily be a safe QB two for your roster. Um, I don't know if I see that top twelve finish, but um, I, I think I could see like a top. 15, 16, 17, something like that, where you're like, oh, man, I'm pretty happy I started him most weeks I did. Um, I don't have much else great to say about him because I'm probably one of those managers that either doesn't have shares or he's my QB4 on a team. But I could easily see him jumping up to, I mean, right now he's QB28. I think there's a good chance you could see him get closer to that QB18 to 20. Uh, Yeah. Um. Can I just throw out the trade I made for Mac Jones yesterday? Yeah, let's hear it. It's perfect timing. Sitting sitting on the beach, Fenwick Island, Delaware. I get I I was trying to get Engram because Kelsey was out for my team, right? So uh he counters with Mac Jones uh Mac Jones, Dalton I'm sorry, yeah, Dalton Schultz and Josh Palmer for Jordan Love. Mm. So, like, that's a no-brainer. I had to do it. I'm getting two free players. I think Mac Jones and I, Mac Jones and Jordan Love, I have completely, like, side-by-side side even in my ranks. I, I can't tell the difference between the two of them, to be perfectly honest with you. Young guys that I don't really believe in. Jordan Love's a little more athletic. Uh, you know, n- neither one of them has great weapons. Um, yeah. But my, my call, well, isn't, isn't Kirk Cousins the poster child for this category? Yeah, but he's past that now. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, I would say the poster boy for this category last season was Jared Goff. Yep. Jared Goff. So who's the Jared Goff of this year? The guy that was like basically next to nothing value, maybe not next to nothing, but next to nothing for a quarterback who's going to find that, you know, uh, you know, just outside of the top 12 production. I got it. Yeah. Jimmy G has been left for dead out on the, out on the street and people just for some reason don't believe in him. Um, He's playing in the system he was drafted for that. He's actually pretty good in, and he's got a number one overall wide receiver in the NFL. Like he's got a guy with as much talent as almost anyone playing wide receiver in the NFL. You know, I mean, I, Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase maybe have more talent. Otherwise, Devontae Adams is the man. He showed it that it's not just the connection with Aaron Rodgers. He did it with David Carr, for Christ's sake. And for people to think that Jimmy G is like somehow this huge downgrade from Derek Carr is baffling to me. Derek Carr is just the averagiest average player in the NFL with no balls, by the way. I mean, he just, that's just the way he plays is just, Safe. So Jimmy G's not an inaccurate quarterback. He's got a decent arm. He's playing in a system that he's made for, basically. And I mean, he'll do something really boneheaded and stupid every every game to lose the game for his team. But that doesn't matter in fantasy. That's only minus two points if it's an interception. So uh, I think Jimmy G has a very good chance to be a, a pretty good quarterback too. And I, I'm real comfortable having him as my QB three in dynasty. Really, really. Yeah. Comfortable. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Derek Carr, Derek Carr was um, uh, one that I was thinking about, but because you called him a football eunuch, I think I'm going to steer clear. Of that <laughs> uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Desmond Ritter. I really like what he has in that, in that offense. I think every part of that offense is just set up for him to succeed. Uh, every single part. And he just has to go out and do it. And if he does, with him being as young as he is, um, and just how low his value was this this off season, man, I really, I really, I just really like the combination. Mm. Yeah, I like it too. And I mean, you were really high on Ritter coming out, if you remember. You had him as no, of course, yeah. I'm still, I still like Ritter a lot. He just, he just has to go out and show it. Quarterback's always the flip of the coin. Um, you know, I'm, I'm realistic in, in, in that kind of, uh, in, in that kind of vein when it comes to that position, but yeah, they traded up to get him. Him. They, they traded up to get him. They didn't yep. bring in a veteran, uh, to compete with him, even though they did things to improve the offense. Like they showed that they're not tanking this year, right. By drafting yeah. B John, you have a limited shelf life. If you draft a, a running back, what six overall. So everybody knows that. I'm sure Arthur Smith knows that. So they're signaling that Ritter's the guy to run their offense. And he was not terrible as like a young rookie uh, playing late in the season last year. No, we've we've seen worse. We've seen worse. Trevor Lawrence. (laughs) We've seen, we've seen uh, uh, Justin Fields. We've we've seen worse. We definitely have seen worse. Um, I mean, Rosen couldn't even get on the field for Christ's sake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's I'm crazy. I'm not to a Ritter guy, so I'm gonna steer, stay away from this one. I, yeah, I don't agree with it. I, I, I have, think he's honestly pretty bad. I have one share. Um, he's like my QB four on that team. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I traded. I actually traded Trey Lance for Ritter and Khalil Shakir before Purdy had actually won the job. When there was all that, um, yeah, kind of cloudiness around it. I saw a chance to cash out on a on a who the hell knows quarterback for one that I know is at least starting this year. Um, yep. and I'm I'm comfortable as my QB three. I I I like that type of player as my QB three because there's upside. You know, he could absolutely turn out better rather than like a Stafford who could have a miserable, <laughs> disastrous season and be done. I was literally just about to say I made that tr- that exact trade two times this offseason was trading Stafford Stafford straight up for Ritter. I would um, do that. I would if somebody so, I ugh, I would love to do that. <laughs> yeah, and after the cup injury, I'm feeling really, really good about it. So Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's nothing going on in that offense at this point. I don't know how the hell they think they're even gonna move the ball. In fact, ugh, I think I'm gonna have to bench acres. But anyway. Yeah. 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 So my let me say that my first person would have been Hal for this statement, but I already said him, so I agree yeah. that. Just to, he's the obvious choice for me. But I already spoke about him enough, so I went to a different name. All right, all right. Um, yeah, so just to finish this thing off, this is the finale. So you're going to go out on a limb on one player from each position, Right. And when I say each position, I mean each starting roster spot. So you're going to go the guy you're in love with this season at quarterback, the guy you're in love with, no criteria, just go with the guy you love, right? 
the guy you're in love with at quarterback, the guy you're in love with at running back, one guy at wide receiver, one tight end, and one flex. All right. Okay. Jesse, go first. All right. Quarterback's tough, but I'm going to go Tua. <laughs> Wide you know. receiver. I laugh for the audience. Just so you know, that, that was for the audience. Uh, wide receiver Garrett Wilson. Running back Travis Etienne. Tight end Kyle Pitts. Flex. Ooh, flex is tough. Can be any. Oh, DK. Nice. I like yeah, it. I like that. That was, was a fun list. Who, 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 what was your criteria in your head for that list? Just guys that I love that I think are going to just um, jump up in value. Like in DK's case, I think he's a little undervalued. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's a borderline wide receiver one all day, every year. Um, ATN, I just think he's a wide, he's a running back one all day in a hot offense. And I want pieces of it before people realize how good he is. Um, quarterback is my son and I just, (laughs) he's perpetually criminally undervalued. Um, who did I miss running back? Who was my running back? Is ETN. You already hit that. Oh, ETN. Yeah. There you go. Oh, tight end. I like it. Tight end. I think people are overlooking somebody that could just break the position. He still has all that ability. And if he just progresses like he should he's gonna be you know you forget that he's only the third thousand yard rookie tight end in history you know last year's disaster notwithstanding i don't think he's regressed yeah i like it austin let's hear yours um quarterback is burrow i think he's qb1 um running back i'm gonna go with my boy javante uh receiver I'll take Jalen Waddle. Tight end, got to take my man Kincaid. And uh, flex, I'm stealing from Jesse and taking Garrett Wilson. All right. What was what was your criteria on each guy in your head? Um, somebody I think that can either surprise or be at the top of the position. Um, I think Burrow has a legitimate argument for QB1 after the season. Um, I think Javante, give him a couple weeks and may not even take that. Um, we're in back in the discussion to look at him as a top five dynasty running back. Uh, I think we see the guard slowly shift in Miami with Waddle from Tyreek. And uh, I think Kincaid just eats. Uh, I think it's a pretty perfect offense for him with a quarterback that's not scared to just throw it wherever, whenever. And uh and for Garrett Wilson, I mean, he's been my guy since before the, he even got drafted. Um, so I just – I think, yes, with a real quarterback, like Jesse said, yeah, I think he could absolutely destroy. Right on. Love nice. that list. Nice. I like it a lot. Um, I'm going to go with my hot takes this season. So I'm going to go with QB. I think he finishes QB2 this season, and that's Trevor Lawrence. Nice. Uh, for running back, I'm going to pick a guy that I think finishes RB1. This may not be that much, much of a hot take, but I'm going to go with it anyways. Uh, and that's Bijan Robinson. My hot take 
though, will come at running back here. Uh, that's I'm gonna I'm gonna put in my flex spot, and that's Tony Pollard finishes RB two this year. Wow. So I think that's a that's a that's a very yeah, flaming hot take. Yeah. yeah um, tight end. I'm gonna go with a guy that I think finishes in the top three um, that I didn't list in my uh, uh, tight end rankings, and that's going to be T.J. Hawkinson. And my wide receiver doing this all out of order. A guy that I really like that I think people are not super high on at at, at the moment, but I think is going to end up finishing in the top 12 uh, and, and be seen as really just an elite player. Uh, I think the world of him, and that's Drake London. So, uh, yeah, those are my guys. Really wish you'd have been here last week. I would have loved yeah. to have that discourse between you and Memphis. That'd have been yeah, awesome. yeah. Drake London got really shit on last week. It was a yeah. sh- it was sad. <laughs> I tried my best, but he got shit on. <laughs> yeah, talented player, talented player. So, uh, okay. I'm I'm really excited to see. There's not many guys built like that in the NFL, so that's kind of what's going against him right now. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see that offense. If Ritter can be can be average this year, I think it's going to be really exciting, and I think he's going to be a big, a big part of it. So. All right, I think we got it. Gentlemen, thank you very much. Chad, thank you for hosting. I won this this round, right? Chad? No, no way. Well, we all won. Ah, oh, that's the great. audience won. The audience the won. Audience, won. <laughs> audience point. Audience point awarded. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, we will be back every week. We'll be released on Mondays. We record on Sundays. So if we slip up and say Oh, we hope this is going to happen, or we got to go set our lineups and that kind of stuff. It's because we're doing this before the games start on Sundays, but you'll hear us on Monday. So we're going to keep it um, pretty broad, pretty um, year long based, but obviously we will be discussing shifts in value. That's that's something that we do. All right, guys, thanks for joining us. Good luck for the rest of the season. And as I said earlier, happy holidays. Peace. Chase my problems and time keeps on dragging Can't get away from the fact I've been slacking Oh, despite the cost, you know I got to try it on Try it on Struggles hey. along long road and every day it is a struggle Still we try to get ahead and turn a single into a double Every curve we face along the road it is the trouble Try to wreck, we try to turn we into rubble Say it's not easy